making his return to Sid and Friends in the morning, my friend Larry Cudlow. Larry, good morning, pal. How are you? Good morning, Sid. Good morning. Nice to have you back. I, um, You know, Larry, I get frustrated with people who want to give Joe Biden any credit at all. I'm just going to tell you that, and I'll let you go into this, but I don't care that he's pro-Israel. So what? Pro-Israel. For a guy that's pro-Israel, he has certainly done an awful lot, an awful lot to back the country that wants to destroy Israel every day. You can't be both. You can't be pro-Israel, but fund, fund, and loosen sanctions with a country that wants to destroy Israel. So what he says on TV and the crocodile tears means nothing to me. He's complicit in these attacks because how he's treated Iran and Obama, both administrations, over the last 10 years. And even yesterday, given the opportunity to say, hey, let Hamas destroy these people and get the hostages, he repeats himself, makes an error, turns his back to the cameras, and walks away and talks about bringing the hostages first. He's a complete disaster, Larry. There's nothing to give him credit about. He has been complicit in these attacks. How about that? <laughs> well, you know, I, I will agree with most of it. Um, it's amazing to me. I mean, he seemed to be supporting Israel uh, right after the October 7th uh, barbaric invasion. But now, you know, two weeks into it, two weeks and two days into it, He's going completely wobbly again. And this is a very bad thing and may have disastrous consequences. He's talking about temporary ceasefires or hostages. And he's, uh, by all accounts that I can gather from reporters and whatnot, uh, he he and his administration are slowing down the Israeli uh, incursion into Hamas. I mean, it's very important that Israel annihilate Hamas. And uh, they've gone the air route. Now they've got to go on the ground. You know, he, let me just raise a couple of points because I agree with you. Um, he's let the sanctions on Iran go away. Okay. That includes, by the way, the ballistic missile sanctions where there's no snapback in the U.N. But it's the oil and economic sanctions. He's let that slip. So Iran has compiled a huge war chest. They basically refunded th- themselves because the sanctions don't work anymore. You sell, they're selling oil to China. They're accumulating $80 billion worth of foreign exchange reserves. They're selling drones to Russia. Uh, there's no interdictment. There's no impoundment of Iranian ships. The sanctions have gone away. And this is a terrible thing because Iran is the puppet master. Iran is the financier of Hamas, Hezbollah, all the terrorist groups in the Middle East. The other point I want to make here, Hamas killed Americans, okay? 30-plus Americans were killed. John Ratcliffe told us last night on the show, some Americans' heads were cut off, okay? Others were raped. This is an assault. This is a war on the United States. Um, Iranian-backed terrorist groups, have been attacking American ships. They have been attacking our embassy in Iraq. And Biden says nothing about this, nothing about this. This is a war against the U.S. And we have to save America here, and we also have to save Israel. And it looks to me like the Bidens will do neither. 
We need warriors in the White House. I mean, here's the contrast, okay? Donald Trump bombed Syria, okay? Donald Trump bombed Syria while he and China President Xi were having chocolate cake dessert in Mar-a-Lago <laughs> a I love that. years ago. Isn't that great, Larry? Right? <laughs> yeah. Now, that sends a message, okay? Uh, Donald Trump took out Soleimani, the Iranian strongman who runs all the terrorist operations, took him out, right? That sent a message. What did Iran do? They whimpered. Why did they whimper? Because they were broke and had no money. Why were they broke and had no money? Because the Trump administration enforced the sanctions. We stopped them from selling oil. We stopped them from banking. We stopped them from doing business with uh, third-party countries. Iran was broke. Now Iran is flush with cash. These are the problems in this uh, in this uh, discussion. So, so wait a second. So, so everything you just said is exactly what I said. You know, uh, so I can't give Biden credit for being quote unquote pro Israel because you can't be pro Israel and allow Iran to thrive. You can't be both. You know, it would be like Larry. It would be like giving the Germans money, and then when Hitler starting killing Jews, starting to cry and say, "I love America." Well, what good is that? You've already funded the Nazis. So I don't want to hear that he's pro-Israel, he cares. He well, made the enemy as vital very, and dangerous as they are today. He's a, yes, he, I agree with that. Uh, the long-term policy has failed. Uh, the Biden policy towards Iran has been appeasement. It's been appeasement from day one. They wanted uh, an Iranian nuclear deal, which was insane to begin with. They tried to buy off Iran you know, with a few billion dollars here and a few billion dollars there by unfreezing certain accounts. But the reality is Iran's selling all this oil to China, so they've accumulated $80 billion in foreign exchange reserves. Uh, Biden will support additional funding for Israel, and it will pass the Senate. And eventually, if we ever get a House speaker, it will pass the House. So there is that, Sid. And Biden's rhetoric was, at least at the beginning, very strongly for Israel. But again, now he's going wobbly. It didn't take long. No. And they're looking this. No. You know, we should not be negotiating with terrorists. Correct. This was a policy started by Ronald Reagan. This was a policy, I might add, that was continued by Donald Trump. But it was Barack Obama who started the negotiations with terrorists which, by the way, Obama later said was a failure. And now Joe Biden is continuing. Yeah. We, we should just unloose the IDF and let them do what they're going to do. All right. Annihilation of the best hostage policy I can think of is to annihilate Hamas. And then they will see the handwriting on the wall. But again, Negotiating with terrorists is a loser's game. All it does when you pay ransom, for example, it just encourages terrorists to kidnap more and take more hostages. I don't know why more people aren't talking about it. No, no, I am. I am because Obama made that terrible deal for Bo Bergdahl, which was terrible. Biden, That's $6 right. billion. Dollars. Right. right. Brittany Griner, terrible deal. You know, you say that initially Joe Biden's rhetoric was strong for Israel. And again, yeah, Larry, hold on. Hold on. No, it wasn't. Hold on. You're a lot smarter than me, and please don't get angry with me. It was some of the wimpiest talk I've ever heard. His first time that he spoke to the nation, which I sat around for 90 minutes watching John Roberts on Fox News because he was late, the president. But I watched him, 
and he told some forgotten story about Golda Meir, which, by the way, I have no idea if it's even true because he lies about everything. And then the toughest word he used, never said Iran, never said terrorist, never said anything to that nature. The toughest word he used was don't. Here Donald Trump took out a map, Larry, and he showed the, Tal- the Taliban and the Iranian leaders, here's where your mother, father, and kids live. I'll blow you sky high. That's tough. Not the word don't. Not the word don't. Trump, Trump told the Taliban guy, he yeah. says, I have your phone number. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you laugh, but it's true. He was tough. Reagan was tough. The toughest word Biden used was don't. Don't? Well, I'll say, I'll say this. Uh, we need, right now, we need a warrior in the White House. We don't have one. It's too bad. Uh, Biden has a long history, you know. Obama's former Secretary of Defense, Bob Gates, said that for the past 40 years, Joe Biden has done everything wrong on foreign policy. And it looks like they're going to make the same mistake again. So I don't want to quibble over that. The fundamental point is they must let Israel uh, loose. They must not they must stop this nonsensical uh, withholding of the ground invasion uh, for hostages. The other point is uh, they've got to stop the appeasement policy of Iran and insert a deterrent policy and uh, economic and oil sanctions would be the right thing to do. He's not going to do it so far. I don't see any evidence. But the other thing I want to say, Sid, is people have to understand this is not now only about Israel and Hamas or even including Iran. This is about terrorists killing Americans and terrorists taking Americans hostage. These are acts of war and the united states must respond in kind we should be declaring war on these terrorist groups and we should have an aggressive military posture in the middle east if for example there's a two-front war hezbollah up north in lebanon and hamas down south the united states has got to get involved with its tremendous air power and sea power i don't know about troops on the ground although there are Special ops, American special ops are on the ground right now helping the Israeli IDF. But this is a war against the United States. We need to save America, and we need to save Israel. And I will tell you this, Sid Rosenberg, the only guy that can do it is Donald Trump. And Donald Trump is the ultimate solution here. He must become president again. 